0: Love, Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody out there in the Best Life Cafe world. My name is Cassie Anello and I'm here with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler. And this morning, we are bringing to you a conversation on forgiveness, the Ho'oponopono prayer and the power of Wayne, which is Wayne Dyer dr wayne dyer who has inspired carrie and i in many many instances and i brought this show topic to carrie because for one thing she is the ho'oponopono prayer expert and uh i had a situation where i needed to call on that prayer to get through um some emotions i was feeling and over and over and over and over i listened to a youtube uh saying this prayer and the prayer correct me. Good morning, Carrie, before I say anything else. <laughs> Good morning, sweetie. I was gonna say the prayer and then I'm like, what if I say it wrong? So it's I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you. Right?
1: Something like that? Well or I am. you're really close. Am. You're you're really close. It's I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Ugh. So ah. you say I'm sorry first and then ask for what it is that you want and then acknowledge the love that you have and then
0: and, you kind of and go so, right
1: into the thing.
0: So the, so so what happened for me is I started to listen to this YouTube where the prayer, you know, I ha, I don't know about anybody else in the world last night, but I do know there was a few people from my morning class who didn't sleep well and I just couldn't sleep last night, and so often when I can't sleep, I'll go on YouTube and try to find some type of a sleep meditation or something that helps me get there. Anyways, I found, it, well, of course, out of the blue came up this meditation for the Ho'oponopo prayer, and I put it on, and it all it was was the prayer over and over and over again. But I thought he started with I love you, and he may have. Uh,
1: Anyways. I, I mean, the truth point? is, I just want go to ahead. say the truth is is that there really isn't a right way and a wrong way to say the prayer there really isn't Mm -hmm. i mean there's there's a way that they you know kind of started it out but as long as it all gets taken care of you know what i mean like it's all it's all good like it's like it's it's what resonates with you if it feels better if it feels better for you to say i love you first and not like go for it you know it's all about because it's all about you anyway (laughs) That's the truth. It's
0: all about me. I love that actually.
1: I used to, my
0: son used to have a sticker in his car that said, It's all about me. And I used to be like, Oh, that's so selfish. But the truth is, it is all about us. So, uh, just to finish briefly my story so, uh, when that was done and I couldn't go to sleep still, then I usually will turn to reading because reading will always put me to sleep. And I, for some reason, was led to Wishes Fulfilled by Dr. Wayne Dyer, which is in my Kindle. And you know, he teaches the I am statements. I am love. I am peace. I am forgiveness. I am joy. And how, you know, being present with that statement right now is what brings that into your right now. You know, not saying someday I'm going to be happy or someday I'm going to be more loving or someday it's like I am happy. I am peace. And so, with those two things, I finally fell asleep and I woke up this morning and I called Carrie and I said, It's not that I feel better inside, but I don't feel bitter inside. And what I realized was that by going deep into those prayers and those teachings, that I was able to have a shift internally that allowed me to surrender to the situation that was at hand. And honestly, as sometimes gut-wrenching as trauma or entanglements in your life can be, there is some sort of surrender process that makes it okay in this sort of knowing, and especially with Dr. Wayne's teachings, that everything is exactly how it's supposed to be. And it will turn out exactly how it's supposed to go. So, anyways, that's why we're here with the Ho'oponopono opon- prayer
1: and the power of Wayne. <laughs> well, and, you know, just about Wayne. Like, if I would say, for me, if Wayne had, like, one thing that he – you know, really shared. And that is when you look at the, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So mm-hmm. like, if you really like take that in, you know what I mean? It's like, if you really take that in. So it's like, as far as forgiveness and the Ho'oponopono prayer, that's exactly, it's exactly what it's it, it is there for. It's there so that you can, Forgive the situation, forgive yourself for the situation, and just look at it in a different way. Just look, you know, if you look at it, in, if you look at any situation, if anybody looks at any situation in a different way, then it will change. You know, you and I had a conversation last night about, you know, what you're you're dealing with right now, and I gave you a different perspective, which then changed the way you thought about it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so,
0: I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's interesting because you know, Dr. Wayne breaks down these fifty, uh, these fifteen steps to breaking forgiveness. I strongly urge everyone to go to his blog that still is alive and well, and it says how to forgive someone who has hurt you in fifteen steps. But that's one of the things he says is switch your focus. You know, like don't let that be what you go to bed with every night. And refuse to sort of review anything that's not going to be reinforced. You know, like always go to the good place and ch- and g- and come from a peaceful place and a loving place, and it's so hard to do when you've been hurt. It's like, for me, the hardest because I have a soft part of my heart and I have a hard part of my heart, <laughs> you know. And so I really struggled with that yesterday on how to just let the softness and the and the knowing that, I'm in a bigger world than this
1: situation, you know, become the driving Mm -hmm. factor. Yeah. I want to find um, the other quote that is my favorite from Wayne. Uh, It's on my Instagram page. So, oh, no, wait. I'll find it while we're we're talking.
0: Yeah, one of the things he, the first step that he says, and I'm going to read from this, um, move on to the next act. Your past history and all of your hurts are no longer here in your physical reality, so don't allow them to be here in your mind, muddying your present moment. Your life is like a play with several acts. Some of the characters who enter have short roles to play, and others much larger. Some are villains, and others are good guys, but all of them are necessary, otherwise they wouldn't be in the play. Embrace them all and move on to the next act. And just that first step, I thought, I get it, and we talked about how you know, when you're looking at a situation and our training with our life coach causes us to go back to under the age of 10 and find out where that hurt really lives. And you brought up something to me this morning where you kind of was, were like, you know, where did that happen for you a long time ago? And it just clicked for me how this situation was related to, you know, feelings. Probably can't talk about, but, but that's how deep the hurt is. It does go back that far. And when you look at it and you think, okay, I can acknowledge it, I can embrace that dark side, I can embrace that hurt that I had, but it doesn't need to drive me today anymore. But it was necessary. And when you get triggered, you know, when you get triggered in your present by the past, that's where it really breaks down, and that's where forgiveness becomes hard because you're reacting from a hurt that you can't undo, whereas today you can kind of, say I'm more adult and I understand the situation better and that people are just people and everyone has their own truth. And like he says, move on to the next act. I love that.
1: Because we, we think that we are our past. You know, we think that we are all of like the herd and all of that stuff. And we don't have to be. And we, you know, all of our spiritual teachers teach us that we've been taught so backwards about everything you know and it's like we are not our past and the truth is is that everything that we react to is not about the other person but it's about us and why if it's I'm just saying in a negative or a positive way but right now we're talking about you know like some hurts and stuff so in a negative way or I don't even know if you want to label it like that but you know, and I mean, we had a conversation this morning about how my ex would like, you know, get very, very angry at stuff that he did and he would be verbal about it. And and I would I would take it personally and it, would, it had nothing to do with me, but it just felt in my body like it just felt so like sharp and invasive and just so not necessary and then finally he looked at me one day and he's like, "What are you like why are you getting so upset? This has nothing to do with you." And I was like, "Oh my god. Like it doesn't, but I was reacting to it." So then it was just like, "All right, whatever." You know, like and I don't even know where it came it came from. I don't even know that it was necessary to figure it out, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> when it's just important to know that when we are reacting to something, it is our stuff that is causing the reaction because somebody else could be in the same situation and have, you know, somebody freak out and get angry and just be like, Oh, he's just blowing off steam. Like, let it go. You know, like, it just depends on how, how we look at the situation. And, yeah. you know, so I want to, I want to, um, want to talk a little bit about the forgiveness prayer because okay. you can use it it doesn't necessarily have to be about a person it can be about a situation as well but the main thing so so i've i've learned the forgiveness prayer is i'm sorry please forgive me i love you thank you i love or i love you thank you so i'm just going to kind of go with it that way so when you when somebody starts off and says i'm sorry it's about the situation so you know you could like let's let's just take my example just so that people can understand it so i would say and this is to me i am sorry that i allowed my that person to affect me in a negative way please forgive me you know and i see that it has nothing to do with me um and that i'm no longer going to take it personally I love you. I love you for who you are. I love, you know, like in talking about yourself, like I love you. you this doesn't have to affect you. And thank you. Just acknowledging yourself for the, the time that you took mm-hmm. to pull apart the situation and break it down and basically forgive yourself for how you treated yourself in a certain situation because we can always choose to be spiteful or we can choose to be compassionate and if we can mm-hmm. if we can learn to be more compassionate more of the time then we can you know come from a loving heart and also knowing that the person that we're reacting to they've got their own stuff going on you know so understanding that that's their deal and forgiving yourself for reacting to it and acknowledging that there must be something in there for you to look at. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there is the million-dollar statement. No, that that's very,
0: very, very true. And um, I appreciate you breaking that down. It's, uh, uh, you know, I met Carrie. I first learned about the Ho'oponopono prayer from her. And it was interesting last night, you know, after we had talked, and I I was like, you know, I don't know why I've never really used that. I've never really used that prayer before. So uh, I appreciate that. And, And right when we were talking about, I'm looking at, you know, step four of one of these 15 forgivenesses from Wayne, and it says, switch the focus from blaming others to understanding yourself. Whenever you're upset over the conduct of others, Take the focus off those you're holding responsible for your inner distress. Shift your mental energy to allowing yourself to be with whatever you're feeling. Let the experience be as it may without blaming others for your feelings. And don't blame yourself either. Just allow the experience to unfold and tell yourself that no one has the power to make you uneasy without your consent and that you're unwilling to grant that authority to this person right now. Tell yourself you are willing to freely experience your emotions without calling them wrong. This is how you make a shift to self-mastery. And really, you know, it, it's, uh, bypassing your, it's important to bypass blame and to bypass your desire to understand the other person. Instead, focus on understanding yourself and take responsibility for how you choose to respond to anything or anyone. And so when I think about that, too, you know, I'm like, what well, you were talking about, it's like, when you can do that, then you are taking the onus off of them, you know, and and putting it on yourself. And you're not willing to allow another person's stuff to sort of get you. And, and it happens exactly. in everyday life and every experience. But that's,
1: you know, and you let them be
0: them and you be you. That's it.
1: Right. It's so funny. My, my son, like, I guess I don't even know if it's, you know been around forever and but everybody now just is like you do you you know it's like yeah <laughs> you do you and it's like I'm like you little you know vaunts. like come on like I I need to know this he's like mom just you do you and like you know out of the mouths of babes like I mean he has no idea like that he's being so spiritual about it but you know it's mom you yeah. do you one of my um favorite quotes from my love Wayne who I just oh I'm sorry I just love this man so I mean you guys of our listeners you guys know that it's like crush of crush of crush of crush so um, I wanted to read something and it's uh, from Wayne it says loss of a particular relationship is unbearable when there is no relationship with self Mmm. right <laughs> So whether it be a friendship or a lover or a spouse or whatever, you know, if you are not good with yourself, then it could just be unbearable, as he, as he said, you know. And so knowing, like, if we can begin to understand that it really isn't about the other person, that it's about us and really own that and look at that situation, whatever it is. And it's like, that's so true. Like, it's a blanket. It's like, I just had this image of like taking a blanket and like throwing it over the the world. It's like, it's a blanket thing. Like it's all about how we choose to react to a situation. And we do that, you know, depending on, what happened when we were younger or, or, you know, did somebody hurt our feelings or did we see, feel unloved or unworthy or whatever? And so then that, then we react to them, we take it personally and don't, don't really understand the fact that it's not about us, it's about them.
0: <laughs> I just am uh, reading a an- One of Wayne's, Wayne's, it says, step nine, be kind instead of right. And he says, there's a Chinese proverb, if you're going to pursue revenge, you'd better dig two graves, which is saying to me, your resentments will destroy you. And, And he's basically saying, be kind instead of right. And I think, you know, someone said to me, It might have been you, or I think it was actually my dear friend Raquel Hanna, who has a show tonight on Blog Talk Radio called Reset and Renew with Shara Rodriguez. And if you're doing anything at 5 o'clock, tune into that show because they are amazing. And um, But what she said is at some point, and she's a life coach, and so I talked to her, she said at some point you're going to have to choose happy or right. And Mm -hmm. what does that look like for you? And, you know, that was really a a pondering thing. It's like, what does my happy look like? I'm in the middle of working, and I haven't had any time to think about happy. I'm sort of a robot worker, and I know this about myself. And when I get into work mode, all I think about is work. I don't think about life. I don't think about people. And it's kind of a defense mechanism, I think, from years of, of that practice of life. And so when she said that, I was just like, you know, I don't even have time to look at my happy right now, and that's a problem. And so as we're starting to approach the middle of March and knowing that tax season's almost over and that I'm going to be completely having so much time I won't even probably know what to do, although I do know what I'm going to do, I think I don't want to wait till tax season's over to find my happy or to find forgiveness or to find softness or to find compassion. I want to be that person today an interesting thought
1: yeah and you know our ego plays such a big role in that you know would you rather be i i i've heard it is would you rather be right or loving you know and it's like yeah. as if there's a competition going on like what does that get you you know what i mean like standing standing in your you know you know in your i mean listen like and don't get me wrong Almost like it's like your high yeah, it's like you need to stand in your own truth. And, you know, if you're in conflict with somebody and there's, like, just no resolve for it, it's just like, okay, well, like, I, I just have to honor my truth here, you know, and, and whatever the situation is. But, you know, rather than digging in your heels and just going, no, I, you know, I want to win or I want to win. It's just like, you know, at some point you just have to surrender the whole situation and just go, you know, like, is it worth it? Like, who cares if you didn't make dinner, you know, four nights in a row? Like, really? Like, is that really what this is all about? You know, one of my favorite, favorite life coaches in the whole world, Satya Bella, she says to me whenever we're working together and I have a conflict, her favorite line, and it's my favorite line because I, like, share it with my friends, my kids, everybody. It's like, it's never about what it's about, ever, Mm -hmm. right? It's never about what it's about. So it's not about the fact that you didn't make dinner four nights in a row or that somebody, you know, didn't uh put the toothpaste cap on the toothpaste. Like I don't know. But it's never yeah. about that. It's never about that. So that's when have you to, have to really go that. deep. You what?
0: I said I'd have to agree with that. It's never about what it's about. And And that's where the untangling comes. And when we're entangled with somebody in in, in that raw place, it's very hard to find right thought and right feeling. But doing, you know, the practices of the prayer and listening to um, words of wisdom from people that have either been there, you know, seeking out the information of people who have already gone through some of the things that you've gone through, And really just stepping back and taking into consideration, I think, for me, um, my light bulb moment is that, you know, I know what happiness feels like. I know what joy feels like. I know what it's like to live in a place of coming from love and kindness. And I'm human, and even though I wrote a book on how to live this wonderful life, I still am human and I fall back. And I've sort of just thought to myself today, like, I get to be this person again. Like, I just get to soften again and let, let it go and forgive and move on. And uh, one of the things that uh, the last step that Dr. Wayne talks about here is to send love. And this is part of, like, the, you know, the hono- pono And he said, um, we're all human. We do occasionally slip and retreat from our highest self into judgment, criticism, and condemnation. But this is not a ra- this is not a rationale for choosing to practice that kind of interaction. I can only tell you that when I finally got it and I sent only love to another of God's children whom I had been judging and criticizing, I got the immediate result of inner contentment. And he urges us to send love to places of judgment and criticisms to others when you feel that they are the ones impeding your joy and happiness and just hold them in that place of love. And then he goes on further to say, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And really, I think, and he says further, I end on love no matter what. And, you know, in the midst of hostile feelings and anger and resentment and revenge and all those, you know, the R word that I've raised, all the things I've talked about in my book, it's very hard to find love. But when you do, then you get to soften then you get to be who you're intended to be. So for me it's
1: just a little, a little full circle. A little full circle this week. But you got to go through that stuff to get to the other side. Yes, you I mean, you know, and eventually you get there. One of my teachers, oh my gosh, Harry Uen Jim, who's like he's he's the elder that I work with um uh in Hawaii and he's just one of the most amazing teachers and he and what he says about forgiveness is you're going to forgive now or you're going to forgive later. So you might as well forgive Mm -hmm. now. You know, like, 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 right. Like why? I mean, and look at Wayne, you know, he stood on his dad's grave and like had way other intentions, you know, when he went to that cemetery, he went back to the car and then he came back and sobbed like a baby and his whole life changed, you know, because he just forgave his dad. I, I was telling you about the, um, the shack you know the movie Mm -hmm. the shack and there is a very very poignant scene in this movie about forgiveness and knowing that we don't know everybody's story like we just don't you know it's like we make judgments because we think we know better but you know what we don't know anybody's story we don't know. Or we don't their, know their story. Yeah, what meaning, what
0: they're feeling, what they're going through. And, it's it's it, you know, again, it's an individual thing. It really is a self-act. And, you know, I mean, I could talk for hours about self and then how that turns into self-love and how that turns into being able to be loving and so many other things. Um, I'd like to go see that movie. I, I very much would like to. So we have about four minutes left. So I'm going to start from with a a card and then we'll move on from there. But I today am pulling from a deck of cards called the universal cards by Juliet Jaffrey oh. hubs and Nora Monaco. And let me tell you that these cards uh, were my very first angel cards I ever had in my whole life. I bought them. I want to say eight, nine, ten years ago. And they got damaged. And so I paid $50 for them. When I went to rebuy them, after they were damaged, five, six, seven years later, they were two hundred and fifty dollars, brand new on Amazon. So they only made so many of these. They're very powerful cards, but I, I did get them for sixty-two, used, but I had to buy them used. <laughs> did, anyway, you so did you clear them? Did you clear them? Oh, of course, several times. Okay. okay. Just okay. So the card I picked today was called Opportunity. Oh. And I'll just read a quick Opportunity. Right for the purpose, timely, favorable circumstances, convenience, an occasion which presents itself. When you choose this card, watch for circumstances to present themselves with positive outcomes. You have created an opportunity for growth, and it is now your choice as to how you will proceed. A time to fine-tune your life, set goals, get clear, and manifest because powerful energy is available to you now. Take the time to know what you truly want. Energy is in your favor. Don't be hasty. Know that this is a positive card that can help transform situations that appear to block or limit you into new beginnings. Allow this card to be a springboard to positive change. The choice is yours. Things will come together in a favorable manner. The timing is good for new projects. Lovely.
1: That's so awesome. And, you know, the very first thing that I thought of with when you pulled the card of opportunity is we now, you know, once again, we have an opportunity. We have the opportunity to allow ourselves to grow to be the highest, you know, to be of of the highest self that we want to be, and you know, just just allowing ourselves, just sending love to ourselves. You guys, that's what it's all about. Like, just send love to yourself. You know, it's like, mm. Sorry. <laughs> all right, I no. know we're, we're short on time. Your heart's so my yeah, we, okay. yeah, my card is um, from, of course, my mermaids and dolphins. Um, and it is let yourself receive. Love this card. Um, and it's two little mermaids sitting on um, the water, and one is braiding the other one's hair. It's so sweet. It so allow others to give you loving care, receive without guilt or apologies. Ooh. All right. Let's see what the the big the big thing is here. You're a giver, and you help others in so many ways. Most of the time, you truly enjoy giving. So when you let others give to you, they experience the joy of giving. You give them the gift of, grac- of being a gracious receiver. receiver. By receiving your replen- by rece- I'm sorry, By receiving, you replenish yourself and balance the male and female energies within and around you. By allowing yourself to receive, you swim in the flow of life which washes all stagnant energy bringing in new forms of abundance creative ideas and all types of opportunities even the Woo-hoo, simplest act of receiving is yes yeah, even the simplest act of receiving is healing and is a powerful step in the manifestation process
0: that's an amazing ending to our show. Ladies and gentlemen, we must go. We've got twenty seven seconds. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please share our message on Facebook and Instagram and anyone you can that needs to hear about this subject. We love you and we will be back next week.
1: Mahalo everyone. Sending you so much joy and love and let's all just live in the Aloha spirit today and every day. Mwah. Love you all. Mwah.
0: Bye.